It's the beginning of the end. That's right. We're talking about the grim season five finale here at AfterBuzz TV. What? There was devastation, you guys. Devastation across all types of relationships, characters. There's so much to talk about. Let's get started. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, Grimsters, to AfterBuzz TV's Grim After Show. We're here to talk about the devastating season finale. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me throughout the week, throughout the show. That's Zach Wilson. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. There is someone else here. I don't want to be here. Ah, look at Pouty McPowderson. <laughs> I don't want to be here! <laughs> I hate you! <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm laughing at your pain, but me. You're, you're a jerk. You guys are both jerks. <laughs> Yells curled up with uh, what I can only imagine is a, uh, a hippo type vessin of some kind. No, so it's probably a, a child. It's just a hippo. <laughs> Ew. You could you could uh, dust fingerprints with all that powder she is. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. So as you all know, uh, there's this this <laughs> these episodes have been like the these two episodes gave us. All kinds of stuff. I very much enjoyed it, yeah. despite the devastation that Yell is feeling. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, but they were like, they were. These were great episodes. Um, and we, before we dive into it, yeah. uh, we got to start with the quote. Mm-hmm. I actually really like this quote. <laughs> it is better to die on your feet than to live on your knees. See why mm. I like this quote. Oh, I think God. it's wrong. It's strong Come feet. on, yell. That's a quote <laughs> from Emilio Zabata. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a classic quote that we've heard all the, t- all the times before, but just uh, about standing proud. And Nick is standing... Nick is not going down without a fight. He's oh, not going to let this go. Uh, and nor should he. Uh, yell, do you think you can manage to come up and talk with us? I don't want to. Come I'm going to make you. <laughs> Fine. I hate you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was upset because, uh, as you guys know, we lost. We lost a dear friend. In so sad. I mean, maybe that we'll get to that later because we might have lost Eve. That is also potential. But Martin Meisner, Martin Meisner, we had to say goodbye to today. We don't have to say goodbye to him. It is. It is fantasy. Although we saw a body. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Stupid. Um, the the phrase Meisner's dead was like the most said like quote in this show, this episode. Like, yeah. I think every character said was like Meisner's dead at some point or another. Trouble was heartbroken. They all were. Everyone was pissed off. But trouble yeah. really felt how I felt. He was her mentor. <laughs> Hashtag Deisner. Shut up! <laughs> Deisner. Oh. All right. So, um, but overall, what did you guys think of these episodes? I mean, it was great until a point, and then I got angry, and then I cried, and then it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy, right? Like, the episodes were ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It was off the walls. 
Yeah. Um, let, let's let's start with uh, I mean Hank getting kidnapped. Um, did you guys suspect yeah. that this was like there was more to this? Like when when they first took him in. Um, I feel like when Hank was um, there and nothing was happening, and they were like, "He's coming." I, I was like, something's not right. And then when the rest of HW got there and they realized that there were only two people, at that moment I went, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. And then I knew it was time. And I knew <laughs> they were going to do it. I mean, yeah, that was a big indica- indicator. Like, I, I figured they were just trying to split them up at first. Mm. Um, but <laughs> people liked hashtag Dysoner. Um, <laughs> they but, did not. Uh, I, I thought it was a very clever move. Like, I, I figured maybe they'd try to turn Hank in some way. Maybe that was the plan. But th- that fact that he was a, a distraction, like, it, you go back and watch that scene where uh, Meisner is basically divvying out who leaves and who stays, and you realize just how detrimental, like, him sending out his most powerful players really was. And at the time, like, and he definitely hesitated, too. Meisner, like, when Nick's like, it's like, all right, I'm going in, but I'm taking trouble in Eve, which is like, he I mean, he's taking like his butt, his his friends. Yeah. Um, I was shouting, Meisner, go with them. <laughs> That's what I shouted. Uh, but he my- would still be alive. <laughs> Sorry. He very well may- might have survived if he had gone with them, um, <laughs> but uh, he did not. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Uh, but I, I like this whole plotline. I, I love when we get to the North Precinct the first time. It's such a reversal from like our grim lead uh, precinct to then and in, uh, this entire police department is Vesson. Yeah. I was wondering where they've been, right? Like they're Portland. They're a different part of Portland. Yeah. There are a lot of murders in Portland. They don't seem to do anything about them. <laughs> that precinct is lazy. I actually felt like that explains why there are so many like Vesson related issues in Portland because they basically know that there's a whole police department that will look the other way at what they're doing. So bas- so it's like saying, "Hey, we're the Amsterdam of Vesson crime." Uh, but then you have this Grim who's like putting it harsh on everybody's buzz. Fair enough. Who's like the engineer also says hashtag Dyster. <laughs> Screw you. You know what? Screw all I vulgar words coming. I mean, out there of were there were so many Vessin running around in these episodes. Uh, uh, it was like we had everything from uh, like the Scalengex. We had uh, obviously we had a Lowen. We had a uh, a Gahada Veal, a uh, a Shockle, a Hoonjager. I don't even care mm-hmm. to make you say it again. <laughs> I mean, the, the big one from this week is really easy for me to pronounce. The Zauber Beast is not yeah. hard to say. Whatever. Uh, which one was the super bug-faced ones? Oh, that was, um, oh, what was that one called? I don't know. Give it a second. Grimaniac in the yeah. chat will give it to us. Chat. What yeah. was the super He's, bug-faced ones? Grimaniac's already given us the hippo vessin. My hippo's not a vessin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but either way, there's a ton of different Vessen running around, um, and a lot of them are very official. Um, we see, like, the true power that Black Claw has managed to, to gain in this city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Guraniac says it. I can't try. That's all you, Zach. Oh, yeah, that's what I... That's, <laughs> it's a, uh, Jinamuru Zunte. 
Chinamuro okay. Zunte. Sure. Let's go with that. Whatever. Um, Christine, how come not many of the police were Bauerschwein? <laughs> That's mean. That's a great question. Um, <laughs> That's great. Oh, Aww. God. Uh, all right. But um, this it turns out that a lot of what, what Black Claw is after here, the reason that they're in Portland, the reason that Bonaparte has come to Portland is not just... Renard and Adeline, because that all seemed like, why is Portland so so important to the world? Um, but it's they've been tracking this book full of Grimm's. It's got every Grimm on the planet written in that book. Seems like poor planning. I'm just yes. going to say it. <laughs> Grimm Historical Society? Maybe don't keep it all in one place. Or put it online. Well, no, then you no. can hack into it. No, then no one's getting killed for a book. But then, the, like the well, whole point is, the, the whole point anonymous. is that, that to protect the information. Yeah, but then they're just hacking as opposed to hacking bodies. You know what I mean? Like they're typing on a keyboard. Whatever. There wouldn't have been so much death. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> um, but like, but luckily, uh, Monroe and Rosalie have a good uh, hiding place for it. Yeah, in their basement. Um, I wore my Monroe sweater. Nice. I wore my Meisner tears. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just here, guys. <laughs> I wore my Hank. Tari is Tari. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard what you said. What did you say? Sorry. Nothing. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, uh, I mean... Do you guys think that Nick should have given up the book if it meant that everyone would have survived this? No. Yes. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't have a reason, just because of my time, oh. that's all. I don't, because essentially, at that point, he's selling out his uh, his fellow Grimm's. Because it's not like, it's, it's not like H.W. is going to be like, oh, now that we have this information, we're going to shut down. It's more like... Hey, uh, now that we have this information, we're going to either kill everyone you in mean this Black book. Claw. Yep. What did I say? HW. Yep. Uh, Black Claw is gonna just shut down. They're gonna they're gonna be like, no, either we're gonna recruit or kill these people. And so you're either by giving them this book, you're either making them stronger or giving them a kill list. Yeah, I do. I have. I am starting to wonder now that we like know like this is up to date. Um, the other people can get. Like, you, there are other modern Grimm's in there. With all this going on, why doesn't Nick make a few phone calls? I want to see I want to see them, like, that's what I would love to see yeah. coming up, is, like, them being like, we need help. We should start calling Grimm's in. Um, and Nick finally got his axe back in order. <laughs> yeah, but the, so the idea so behind the classic book Grimm stuff is for Black Claw was that they wanted them to either join them or kill them. Right. Right? Because we... Also, I mean, before he died, um, we discovered that he is human and that he, that Sean would make an exception for him and that he should join <laughs> them. And that he was a badass human. Yeah, that was... I was waiting for Meisner to turn out to be something crazy. No, but yeah. it turns out he's just, like, the most powerful, regular human out there. Especially he's not regular. <laughs> He's not a Vessin, that means he's regular. But he's the most badass of us regular humans. Of us yes. Kersite, I should yes. say. He is a Kersite. Um, Kersite Schlischkinen. Uh, I like that one because I know how to pronounce it. <laughs> but he would have said it so pretty. 
<laughs> um, but I mean, Meisner, after the team gets separated, going to save Hank, like he puts up a fight. Mm-hmm. Like they send in a bunch of Vessen, and yeah. he just like. I just remember the, the the double feet kick to the one's chest. Like, that was just... Beautiful. <laughs> I think the most bananas thing about it is that he landed on his feet after doing it. Like, usually when you, like, double, fit, double foot kick someone, you, like, land on your back and then you kip up or something. But he's just like, good, good, feet planted. What's up? I was reading an article where they said that um, Damien did a lot of his own stunts, and by mm-hmm. a lot they mean all of his own stunts. Well, he, star- <laughs> he started his career as a stuntman, so yeah. it makes sense. It was so beautiful. I think that's part of probably why they kept him around, is because they knew like this guy can do all of his own stunts, and he can pull off some awesome th- Jeff things. Miller, the writer uh, in, the, in the chat, says he does his own stunts. Nice. Yeah, here's the stunt he was missing. After he took out everyone in Black Claw that came into that uh, the HW hideout. He, he catches out, you falling from the... No, he t- <laughs> took down all those people. He was clearly sweating. Why was he still wearing a sweater? He should have taken it off. Oh my god. That's all. You're saying he should have like taken the sweater and used it as a weapon? Yes. <laughs> You'd be the only person that would be effective against DL. <laughs> <laughs> like Sexy if you were attacking, too. he'd just like throw it at you and you'd just like... Mm, <laughs> Why would I be attacking him? I wouldn't. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> he would never attack. Uh, Whatever. Not. He... I'm not going to. Con- nope. Uh, Back to the plot. Um, but I mean, I thought that this all played out very well. Like, it, it's it's a shame that we have to say goodbye to Meisner, but I thought his death scene was very well done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was uh, as much as I hated watching it and was so unhappy it was um drawn out in a way that like made us suffer i mean i was very suffering but like also it made his death um worth it it wasn't like a stray bullet that was meant for someone else (laughs) it was you know it was a really meaningful death and that sean it told us a lot about sean renard because he had to sympathy kill him because he was suffering so much yeah it's easy to forget because it's been a while but like <laughs> they were friends yeah we first yeah. met meisner as like renard's buddy <laughs> they were friends. in fairness though meisner was like being his friend while also secretly working for a clandestine organization that was using his their relationship to gain access to parts of the resistance renard's a cop he would understand that <laughs> They have undercover. That's a thing. He worked for the government. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, um, oh, man. Um, but, I mean, like, the the whole thing with Bonaparte, like, he, full-blown Zauber Beast Disgusting. is scary. It's so yeah. gross. It's so it's really cool, though. Yeah. yeah. Gross in, like, the coolest oh, yeah. way. It's like a it's like a, a mummy mixed with like a demon beast slash bat face guy. <laughs> it's a mix of things. Sure. I mean, because like the only like so far of the, with the beasts we've seen like obviously we've seen multiple hexen beasts that are full vogue, um, and they're scary in a different way. But this was just so much more demonic. Yeah. Um, like the jaw thing is the thing that always sticks out for me when I think of hexen beasts. Oh. But with Zourbeast, like his eyes just like <laughs> give you chills, and not just like chills because he'll turn you to stone. Oh my god, that was so gross. Yeah, it was creepy. He also, uh, 
Bonaparte really, uh, I think, has seen Star Wars too many times. He's all about that death grip. Yeah. I was like, dude, <laughs> seriously, unnecessary. Hey, I would do the if I had the power to like choke somebody, I would do the death grip if I was if I had yeah. reason to choke somebody. Seriously. If I had the powers to choke somebody, my head went somewhere else. All right, all right, calm down. <laughs> I can't. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Bonaparte, no, great. but um but it was Bonaparte. a really well handled scene because it, it was earned. Like Meisner has done his work. Like it wasn't like we oh we had this emotional death for a character we didn't care about, or we had like a, a death for a character we did care about. But it was because a lot of shows have that problem where it's like it's something either random or by accident. And yeah. but like no, like this was our the villain and one of our who has been one of our heroes. Like worked together and killed a guy that we cared about. Yeah, and it hurt. It hurt to watch, and you constantly were like. No, Bernard, save him, you dick. <laughs> and then he didn't. But he did. He did help he him did not suffer. Him. He didn't yeah. like die from brain squeezing. <laughs> um, I think for me, the most tragic part was watching Meisner walk through HW as his friends were all like their bodies were strewn about, seeing like everything that he's built um, being torn asunder. I think to me that was what got me the most. Um, Not when he started bleeding from his eyes. No, nah, that was awesome. His beautiful eyes. I mean, it was really cool, though. <laughs> Bonaparte, <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> um, I mean, but Bonaparte, like, how, like, he had a bunch of really awesome fight se- scenes in this episode. Oh, yeah. In these, this week. Um, uh, Bonaparte versus Eve. Yeah. Like, awesome. Super powerful Zourbeast versus super powerful. Hexen beast, just like who's taken down by glass. <laughs> I mean, glass is dangerous. Um, it would have been cool if she like dif- like dissolved the glass in midair. Yeah, that would have been cool. I was or stopped it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, maybe because she was like trying to be really cool and like dodge and things like that, which I thought was awesome. But like, I feel like she's taken worse damage as Juliet. Uh, and been okay. So, like, seeing her downed by this glass in her gut, like, I, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that's no big deal, getting glass in your gut. Um, I also like saying the word glass in your gut. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that shouldn't have been as as uh, debilitating as, she, as it was for her. Also, Nick, you should know, you don't just pull glass out of a gut. Yeah. That's not, and you leave it in. Yeah, that that will cause him to bleed out faster. I thought the same thing as he did it. I'm like, no, just wait till you get like. I'm pretty sure I shouted, "Don't pull it out." I'm pretty sure that's what I shouted. <laughs> I, I right? That's what I said. I, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. <sighs> that's what you yell when you got glass in your guts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like glass in the gut is such a funny phrase, but well, it is. All right, you want to talk about funny phrases? Let's talk about Nick using his magic stick on Eve. Because a lot of fans were really upset that Nick used his magic stick on Eve and not on um, Meisner. And as much as I understand it, and I, I Meisner should be alive, but um, Meisner was already dead. Eve yeah. was dying. Yes. Right. And that's how the stick seems to work. Magic well, sticks only work There's on nothing lines. to suggest yeah. that the stick can bring people back to life. We haven't tried. We ha- that's true. We have not tried. Um, I don't think that's what's gonna what they're they're doing with it. I think it's just a healing thing. Um, but it clearly did something more. 
when he used it on Eve because mm-hmm. it not and it healed her, but then it sent her into a seizure of sorts. And like I thought it was very uh, clear what they did when she landed from it. The the wig had come off, and then like the hair was no longer pulled back, and that Eve just like tight like bun ponytail mm-hmm. yes. it was loose it like and she looked like juliet again and she started behaving like juliet do you it what do you who do you guys think it is like at this point i mean i definitely think it's i definitely think it's juliet now um and mostly because if you if you think about it in the way that like juliet was essentially infected with like a hexen beast um disease in the same way that Wu has kind of been infected by the uh, by the lycanthrope uh, virus. The Neander Wu? Yeah. So if you kind of liken the two, then if it's healing her external wounds, it could also be healing her like internal wounds as well, which is that sickness that's been, uh, you know, given to her by this Hex and Beast curse. So a lot of fans are freaking out and asking, you know, is it Juliet? Is Juliet back? Everyone has confirmed that Juliet is dead. And I think somebody, I don't remember who said it, and I apologize, um, somebody had a better analogy that it's more like um, Spike with a soul. Yeah, that's, so, that's I was thinking about that. Yeah, or um, that's a uh, what's reference. her name on Angel? I didn't watch Angel, um, I watched Buffy. The, the there's a character that takes over a body and right. follows a similar arc of getting of learning emotions and everything. I think it's going to be Eve with emotions, right? So not she says, Juliet. But but then but then where's the line then between the two? Well, so there's a quote that somebody was lucky enough to put in the chat, and I apologize for the people who I'm stealing their theories from. <laughs> um, that uh, at the end, when Trouble asks her how she's doing, she says, "I feel a lot." So like she's feeling the guilt. So now we're gonna have Eve with guilt. Mm. which is going to be less robot Eve. These are all theories, just to be clear, because the way the episode ended, we don't know. And so people yeah. need to stop being angry about Juliet being back because we don't know that that's true. Yeah, and they that, although Nick asked Juliet, like she didn't respond to that. Anya is the character you may be thinking of. Anya. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe. <laughs> also, Mart, uh, GC says, Jon Snow is confirmed. No, I was thinking too. of Illyria. Oh, all right. Thank you, uh, Ivan. Uh, fine. What? Anya was a Buffy character. It was fine. Yes. <laughs> Illyria was Angel. Anyway. Whatever, Miser's dead. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I mean, there's, I, I'm very, in, I'm intrigued. Like, it's the kind of thing that if they had done it poorly, I would have been annoyed. Um, but I, I didn't mind the way this happened. Mm-hmm. So, like, we don't know where it's going, but I'm, I'm on board for now. Yeah. With with whatever Eve Juliet the situation is. I'm well, intrigued. Also, Bitsy is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that everyone loved Juliet, then hated Hex and Beast Juliet, and then some of us are more okay with Eve than the rest, but to have a fan base so divided and so passionately angry tells you how amazing her performance is. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so Bitsy's been is, amazing from the get go. Yeah, on everyone this show. is tweeting at Bitsy like w- tweeted a character. She is an amazing actress. She got you so <laughs> angry. She deserves so much props for that. Yeah. yeah, and and the writers too for like giving us this dance to play with with like. Sure, we can think figuring out who's. <laughs> they're responsible for a little bit of this show. Uh, I guess. <laughs> um, 
but so meanwhile, on the other side of all of this is uh, we got Nataland, uh, like even being pulled even further into insanity. Yeah. Because um, Adeline is dealing with the creepiest little girl I have ever seen ever. <laughs> yeah, but when we see Adeline being um, Mama Adeline to Diana, I see Claire. It's just so compassionate and kind. And it's this, it's a whole different, Mama Adeline is a whole different character than Adeline and a different character than um, Hex and Beast Adeline. I can see yeah. that. Right? Mama Adeline, when she's sitting there and she's explaining um, just how much, you know, how everything's weird, but she's there for Diana and you don't need to make them kiss and that they love each other and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, Claire. Yeah. No, Adeline, Mama Adeline is great. Oh my god, the, like Diana was like about to like uh voodoo doll make her parents bang. Yep. I like the way you put it cuz it was much nicer than what I thought was happening. <laughs> Care to uh Yeah, um cuz she's a child, she doesn't understand consent. But what she was doing was taking it away from them. Well, yes, yeah. but that well that's the, that's the voodoo dolls, but Right, but you're saying it in a much more polite way. I'm thinking of an R word. That's what was about to happen. Yeah, but it's magic and all kinds of insanity around it. Um, I really like when uh, Adeline realizes what's happening and she says to Renard, don't you know what's going on? And he goes, I thought I did. <laughs> I love it. Because uh, yeah, like he cocky. was... Oh. oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I like how cocky he got in that moment where he's like, well, I am the new mayor. <laughs> It's like, bro, you know she's not into this. Yeah, like, dude, you just, like, kidnapped her. <laughs> like, threatened her children if she didn't come live with you and leave her her current boyfriend. Like, dude, yeah. big, big time stalker status. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, he, because that's the thing. It's like he, uh, Renard is, like, totally into it. Yeah. Um, so when she goes for it, he's not like, he didn't need the voodoo doll to make him do it. <laughs> um, but uh, Vanessa, I can imagine how that would be confusing. Vanessa <laughs> yeah. in the chat says, creepy version of the parent trap. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that would be really funny. I'm curious if Jeff can give us some insight if the writers were intentionally making a parent trap reference. I don't think so. I would laugh if it was true. Though. Let us know, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, she, I I do like that Diana is now learning. Like, she can use her powers, like not to be evil, or she can use her powers to murder people by wrapping them and suffocating them in sheets. Oh, yeah. I miss her. I miss Rachel. I liked Rachel. I, I thought Rachel was an interesting character that yeah. like we didn't get to spend a lot of time with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought there was that she was uh, like for the time that we got with her, I think she did really cool like stuff to like not only to just drive the plot forward, but like I was intrigued like about her motivations, like what she wanted. Like she clearly liked Renard. But, like, <laughs> she was more devoted to the cause than to Renard. Oh, so, like, yeah. I would have loved to have gotten more about her, like, backstory up until this point. Like, with a lot of Black Claw members. Yeah. It's like, what drove, what was it that drove them to this point? Yeah, I would agree. I, because with the exception of, 
Um, I think her name was Billy, the the blonde oh, Black yeah. Claw member. Every other woman we've seen that's been really involved with Black Claw has been kind of a honey trap. Mm. Um, yeah, kind of. So I mean, yeah, kind of is subtle. So I would I would like to have seen her kind of. Uh, figure out what her motivations were and like why she felt like she had to get involved with them. Um, but I think that there's a lot of room for that next season because now that we have a lot of like ambiguity in terms of Black Claw's stuff, I think people will have more reason to to question why they are so al- aligned with them. Yeah. Um, well, especially uh, like Bonaparte. Like, we also said goodbye to him by the end of the episode. But, like, he was pulling some next-level, like, crazy stuff, too. We we talked about it briefly, but, like, the stone thing, when he, like, he gives Adeline this, like, like, the the ring. Which Mm -hmm. is, no one is sure of, and there's no confirmation that the ring itself is cursed. Yes. Right? So, like, his threat may have been a threat, but it may have also been that the ring is cursed. Right. So people in the chat are discussing this there's no confirmation there are a lot of things that are not confirmed yeah i mean the like her taking off the ring could like it could directly cause diana and kelly pain right yeah or it could have meant you take it off and i will kill them yes yeah it could have gone either way um but like so as they're like uh so adeline like is just trying to like keep her daughter from like, killing people? From killing people. Yeah. Um, and she does manage to get a message out to Nick. Like, we can help your brother's daddy. Then, yeah. And it's like, I don't have time to explain to you about baby mamas <laughs> and baby daddies and stuff like that, but I just need you to do this for me. Yeah. Um, but she does, and she manages to warn them so that like, when the base comes under siege, like at least they're prepared for it. Well, I like the way she explained it to Nick was daddy's friend hurt mommy. And so she had to tell them the secret. I was like, oh, she gets it. Daddy's friend is evil. (laughs) And if daddy's friend hurts mommy, you kill daddy's friend. (laughs) I was with you. And (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, we we almost skipped over. But like when when like he literally chokes, he force chokes. Uh, the info out of Adeline, like she does, she's she desperately does not want to give up Nick's address, their address. They live there together. Yeah, yeah Natalie lives there together. Natalie forever. Calm down. <laughs> Hashtag. Yes, the Natalie <laughs> nest, if you will. The <laughs> Natalie nest. Why yeah. do they get to be happy, I like that. but I don't? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do they though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are not happy right now. They're Natalie forever. <laughs> um, we Yeisner want them to not. be. Yeisner. 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 It's My not. Yeisner is no more. Dyesner forever. <laughs> it's sponsored by the Meisner Foundation. Oh, Thank man. You. Thank you to our engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can form it in front of, uh, or in, in, in his name. You can form the Meisner Foundation. <sighs> There's a lot of yell hugs coming from the chat. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, but it, uh, when they do finally take the base, like Nick just goes nuts and takes all of them down. He get as I said before, he gets his axe, which I was actually thinking that like at several points in this episode, like I 
want Nick to get Nick to get his axe back. Yeah, like that's the grim weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. I love him swinging a double double bladed axe around. Yeah, um, and he does um, until he comes up again, directly against uh, against Bonaparte. And that's when Diana takes over. Well, you skipped where... Well, yeah. Yeah. How dare you skip him getting shot in the back and oh, then yeah, again yeah. three times in the front. Again, if you're going to shoot him that many times, his shirt should come off. There was not There was <laughs> not enough shirtless. There was no really. need for that. Wait, I mean, we got a half shirtless Renard when he was going to... R word Adeline, and then we get to see just what his you think you're just so hot. I'm gonna jump you. So then we get to see just his pecs <laughs> after he sleeps said. Yeah. with uh, Rachel. There just weren't there just weren't enough real shirtlessness. If you're gonna kill everybody, at least take some shirts off. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> um, there are plenty of episodes on uh, DVD, Blu-ray, and on Hulu for you to get your shirtless scenes. Um, but. Since we are jumping back a little bit, I, I do like that Nick goes into this battle with basically, like when we were watching, um, I described it, because he had the stick in his pocket, and I described it as having the star in Mario. Like he could fight forever and never actually really die. Yeah. I like Yeah. It. I mean, it's very, in, like, well, here's the other, here's the thing. If those bullets didn't go all the way through, he's going to need some serious surgery. You think because they healed up over the Well, bullets? if they didn't go ba- out the back, like, yeah, there oh, are bullets true. inside of him. It didn't Wolverine pop out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wolverine Meisner! It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, there's nothing wrong with like, this Archer line. There's nothing wrong with me. You, on the other hand, have a bullet inside of you. Um, but for now, at least, Nick is okay. Yeah. Mr. Goku um, says, Zach, take your shirt off for yell. <laughs> Do it. Do it. No, it's not happening. Okay. Jeff Miller in the chat says, it's science. Multiple bullets um, disintegrate cotton. cotton." (laughs) Yep. Um, Anyway. (laughs) All right, so he gets shot and he has this magic stick. But he does this thing, the stick just does his job. So he's like, he's fine. Um I'm curious. This, I want to see what the consequences are of the stick because the stick, they, the the cloth says it's a miracle, and it is. Oh, what was the word? Those on the cloth. It was like basically dangerous consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious to see what the consequences are, not just for Eve, but also for like Nick and Monroe. Like they've both been healed with it. Um, and then Diana control makes Renard. Kill Bonaparte. Like I said, daddy's friend hurt mommy. Yeah. Daddy's killing daddy's friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's our out. (laughs) (laughs) You skipped so much. We we don't have a ton of time, like, unfortunately. All right. Well, in the tunnel. Uh, Were there other, like. Monrosalie's prego. Yes. And everyone, her having a baby is not making up for Meisner. Calm down. Um, We have Wu's attack where he becomes Neander Wu. Which was bomb, yep. and then we got to see him control it. Um, we have, uh, yeah. So now that Nick and Renard are the only two people left, it or from each organization, we have the new heads of Black Claw and HW potentially. Which means because they're both smart, they can talk it out. Especially well, HW Renard... is a much larger organization. So is Black Claw. Yeah. Is it? Well, I thought Bonaparte was the top brass. He was one of the founders. 
Um, so he's one of the founders, and he's he's like high as far as HW had known. I but and speaking of HW, I thought that HW that was all they had in Portland because uh, what's her face? Uh, Trouble said that like HW was wiped out. Uh, did that mean that she uh, that they were completely wiped out, or is it actually like this big organization that they're going to have to step into? Uh, the next season. I thought they said Portland HW was yeah. wiped out. Oh, really? Like they, I think, I I'm think pretty so. sure they specified that it was Portland okay. HW, um, which is not nearly as devastating because it means like how many others? If you've got a base in Portland, right? Portland HW HQ. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, well, I, like, Renard says. Sorry, Renard says. He says to Meisner that you don't why choose sides. He didn't choose sides. I believe still that Renard is looking out for what's best for him. Yeah. And now that Renard is mayor and the head of Black Claw, or at least the head that we've met, is now gone. HW is in Portland is now gone. We have a whole new world with Renard on top and Nick on top. Yeah. I mean, these two are going to be butting heads. I think you're right. I think Renard has always been looking out for himself. Renard? Yeah, like regard whether he's been good or bad. Like I don't. He he's uh, lawful evil. Mm. I believe would be would he be lawful evil? He's chaotic neutral. <sighs> Nerds. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh. that, that that works. Ivan in the chat yeah. says that HW and Black Claw yeah. aren't coming back. <laughs> confirmed by showrunners. Interesting. Interesting. Jeff, confirm. Jeff, confirm. <laughs> That's what happens when you join the chat. Um, I mean, that, ah. that's, that sort of makes sense. Um, <laughs> Sorry. GODF says Diana's shaping up to be a bit villainous. Yeah, I would like her to be the villain next season. Oh, God. I want her to be a teenager and a villain. Well, but so where we leave off, like, and this is why I, like, fell. I'm like, that was our out. Yeah. Like, our out was... Bonaparte dead, and Renard and Nick just standing over the body. They should make out. No. No. <laughs> um, Only one way to solve this problem. <laughs> but it was such just like, oh, what a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, frustrating moment, because I wanted to see what they were going to do next, and now I have to wait six months for it, or... Not six, like four. But that's still a long time. Yeah. Uh oh man. Do you guys have any other thoughts or favorite moments from this uh from the episode? No. I mean there was a lot. I mean we do still have I, I want before we go into like predictions and stuff, um, I wanna give some shout outs to the people who were nice enough to leave us a comment on iTunes. And you Yay. guys know you can always throughout the throughout the, the summer and stuff, you can still go onto iTunes and we still see it and it still helps other people find this podcast, helps the network after buzz find more viewers. So go onto iTunes and you can um and you get a shout out, like when we come back in uh the fall. You will get one then. Uh, Prodigal358, that was one heck of a finale. So many events. Sarah527, another great recap for show from AfterBuzz. Well produced with hosts that are, are excited about the show as I am. Um, and Grimaniac left a whole big ol' uh, comment, so I can't read nearly the whole thing. But thank you, Grimaniac, for always supporting the show. Um... Uh, I'll just pick out the entire panel has an, has outstanding chemistry together, including Dylan Chance. Although Dylan's not here, he's working for Black Claw. I think I don't trust him. I don't trust that Chance. Channeling Dylan right now. Uh, hey, uh, don't uh, don't don't 
don't talk about me like that, Zach. I, I'm not a fan of it. I, Where's your accent, Dylan? And all offer something a little bit different that blends together into a really great mix. I love Yell's enthusiasm and says here, Zach does a great job every week helping break down things and processing a number of storylines that can often be quite complex. And Tari seems to always offer great insight into character's behavior or the mindset that I may not have thought of before. Oh yeah, we're all on our game. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Yell's crying. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, let's. Uh, do you guys have any highlights from this season? Like favorite, just like moments, like things you. I mean, yell. You got so much more Meisner this year than you could have ever dreamed. I'll say my favorite parts were in this episode. He spoke more than he has spoken all season put yep. together. <laughs> um, it was beautiful. I think I also really liked the um, the as you called it that hockey move. Where his shirt came off for no reason during that fight. Um, I just want to say uh, thank you to everyone who has been sending me their condolences. Uh, it was great. <laughs> sending me condolences. So sweet. And um, the hashtag yell hugs. I appreciate it. Yeah. Everyone's so good to me. Tar, do you have any favorite moments from the season? Um, I will say uh, one of my favorite moments is actually a Meisner moment. Um, it's when he comes and he like goes to rescue Nick and they're fighting back to back. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good fight and a really good moment for both of those characters, just establishing how uh, like badass they are. Um, I also like the idea of this this whole season's like uh, Black Claw versus HW being in that being that like now we have this this central plot that all of the Vessen can get get behind and it can really like drive our characters forward. So I love what they've been doing this whole season. Yeah, I think for me, like like you said, Black Claw, like I love the the fact that Black Claw, you kinda wanna side with them in a certain sense. Like mm. the idea of Vessen living in the open is a very attractive idea and it's very fair. Yeah. It's very reasonable ask that like, yeah, why should they have to hide in the shadows their entire lives for fear that somebody should find out about who they truly are? Uh, no one should have to live like that. Yeah. But their methods, not so great. So it creates an interesting dynamic. That and I just enjoyed the Natalind relationship surprising me so much. Because I, if you had told me like a year ago or two years ago, oh yeah, by season five, Nick and Natalind are totally going to be a thing. I would have been like, no. Yeah. No, never. I don't want it. But now I'm totally on board. The chat agrees with you. They are all about Natalind. And I'm going to be honest. I, I like that they built it in a realistic way. Yeah. And it makes us love her more. Yeah, they didn't just like one night, I've always loved you. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like that. All right. Um, well, I think that's going to do it as we close out this uh, this season of Grimm at After Buzz TV. Um, we've been predicting throughout the entire episode, so I think you've heard what we think is going to happen. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining us all season. All hundred of you in the, the live chat, you are all beautiful people. Can't thank you enough for joining us. You make this show what it is because it it's so much fun for us to be able to talk about this show that like in seasons one and two and like half of three, I didn't get to talk about it with anybody. And then like I started the show with Yell back in mid season three and then Dylan came on board and then Tari came on board and all of a sudden I got to talk to all these people about Grimm. <laughs> this show that like nobody I know watched until I found you guys. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, if you want to keep up with me, 
for throughout the, the summer until the fall. Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and, and YouTube at that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. I'm also on the Archer panel here at After Buzz. And over the summer, Yell and I are going to be talking about Killjoys mm-hmm. Season 2 when it comes back in July. And there's some other stuff that I can't quite announce yet, but if you stay tuned, it's going to be some really cool things coming down the line. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And also here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm on nerdy panels. Things like Arrow, Flash, uh, Supergirl when it comes back. So excited. Uh, and other things. So keep an eye out and keep contacting me. Thank you so much for uh, joining us this whole season. I'm Yell Teagle. That's <laughs> it. You know where to find me. You can find her at Yell Teagle. That's Y-E-L-Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Yeah. Eagle. You almost had it. Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. All right, guys. One more time from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you so much. We have been the Grim AfterBuzz TV After Show, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.